Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Funkhauser Situation, episode 53. I am one of your hosts, Chris Tomlin. I'm the editor of the Funkhauser Wing of KSR, pop culture-centric uh, wing of Kentucky Sports Radio. With me, as always, is my good friend, Lee Cruz. Lee, how you doing? I'm great. You, you got something going on your phone there? Yeah. What you got? Well, I, I was, I'm not ready to do this yet, but... Not ready to do what? Well, it's it's a few notes about our sponsorship. Oh, okay. But I thought we'd have a conversation first. But sure, let's warm it up. You're so quick to be offended as if I'm not paying attention to you when I'm actually <laughs> doing my job. It's 2019. You're supposed to be offended quickly. Yeah. Apparently. I see you got some almonds here. Yeah, I, I well, I, I actually am debating whether or not to eat those. I, I have a, a colonoscopy scheduled tomorrow, and I forget, I don't have my list of the do's and don'ts, and I don't yeah. remember if I'm supposed to wait, or if there's a 24-hour period, a 12-hour period before you can eat. Yeah. And I know I'm not going to eat once I start the prep, but I don't start the prep until 6.30. What happens if you've messed it up? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't like, know. What happens if, you, if you've uh, screwed that, up on this one? Because these things will look like boulders down there. Yeah. You, know? you like almonds? Yeah. I, you know, I can't I I can't eat many almonds because I get a stomachache. I think I have a very mild allergy to almonds. That's not what it is. Okay. Is that your, is that your prof- professional opinion? Yes, it is. Are you, what I you, know you, are you, and you're a wuss. Are you excited about this colonoscopy? Uh, I, excited? I don't know. Excited <laughs> is the word. Anticipatory. Is uh, it? Are you nervous about it? Um, I I was nervous about uh, the conscious amnesia. Is is what yes. it's referred to? Yeah, that bothers me. The procedure does not. You're talking about the situation where you are just babbling. Yes, and you don't know what you're saying. Yes, and your loved ones are around. Yes, <laughs> right. That terrifies <laughs> me. That. That it's funny you say that. That is a that is a I, a fear of mine too. And I don't have anything to hide. Well, I don't either. I just don't like the idea of Not, everybody standing around laughing at me and being like, "Now let's ask him this, and now let's ask him that." And like, I don't know what I'm doing because I'm a big dummy yeah. at that moment. It's not that I am afraid of them laughing at me. I don't mind that. I just don't want to opine on their life. My oh, life. you think you're gonna? Oh, you think you're going to tell people how you feel yeah, about them? Right. <laughs> I have built layer upon layer. And, and this colonoscopy is going to, to try to bring keep, it all crashing. I try down. to keep all these feelings <laughs> I've got hidden. I don't want to start blabbing about you. Don't want to think of you. Oh man, we should have been doing this episode bedside yeah. after your colonoscopy. But Although I don't know how different it would be. So uh, you you got the inside knowledge on this. Yeah. So it, did this not take place? Uh, didn't KSR do a colonoscopy once? What? Didn't did did Ryan Ryan did it? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. I think and, you're and, right about and that. And did someone faint? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. It has been well, a while. I, uh, you know, but, faint. Someone faint. Yes. I I, I, may, I maybe I've said too much. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking well, about. Well, I'm just telling you, the this place I'm going, cryptic. the place I'm going, they couldn't tell me details because of HEPA law. Oh. That's interesting. You would think if they could tell anybody what they're going to do down there, it'd be you. No, no, no. Not, not about me. About the incidents I'm talking Yeah, the incident I'm just referring to. They couldn't They couldn't. Oh, is that right? Or the, and then I'm learning bits and pieces, and I'm like, what? The, oh. the HEPA law is not going to. 
I go, well, I'll find out one way or the other. But Oh, wow. Now, this place you're going, is this a licensed doctor? No, it is not. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's just a place where did he use? Away. Did he make finger air quotes when he said yeah. HIPAA law? <laughs> That's right. That's a HIPAA law. He kept saying HIPAA law. Yeah. And you're like, I don't think yeah. you're pronouncing no, it, it correctly. it's a guy. Doctor. He comes to your house. Uh, he's got a van. It's very nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. And he, he doesn't use any anesthesia. He just plays Barry White. Oh, there you go. Just loosens you up a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. A few cocktails. <laughs> tells you you're pretty. Yeah. Now, oh. you're drinking water there, right? I am drinking okay, water. Okay, you got to do that. Yeah, I'm doing that. You got to drink some nasty stuff tonight. Uh, is it that bad? Yeah, it is. Is it thick? No, it just tastes bad. Mm. It just tastes really bad. Is it salty? Uh, I don't recall being salty. I remember being really bitter, like overly bitter. Yeah. Like you. You'd mm. probably like it. Yeah. Oh, what have you been doing? Watched any movies? Uh, you know what movie I watched? Uh, it was on video. Uh, was at Roman J. Israel Esquire. Oh, yeah, that Denzel was Washington. Last year nominated for, he was nominated been. for Best Actor. Probably right. That. Uh, that's the first time I've seen it. Colin yeah. uh, Farrell mm-hmm. uh, is his sidekick guy uh, who's very good. But I, I, you, know, you and I have talked about this. Denzel is just oh, America's sweetheart. Like that, that guy right? can yeah. just not do wrong, in my opinion. He, so this character plays a savant who kind of struggles with social structure, but he's brilliant when it comes to law. You know, he can memorize anything. But he can't interact with people very not well? Not very well. Not very well. What's his background in the movie? I mean, is he... And he's an attorney, but most of the stuff he had been doing was either pro bono work or... Uh, defending criminals or activists, that kind of thing. And then Colin Farrell's firm swoops him up because he realizes yeah, he's really yeah. He's, he's a genius. But then he gets himself in some trouble. It's a moral dilemma. It's a moral play because mm-hmm. uh, eventually he it even opens. The film opens with him accusing himself of violating his own standards, Denzel. Mm-hmm. And, he, and it kind of walks you through how he gave in. To the system and, get, and gave in to his own desires. Hmm. It's real. I think it's love, pretty good. Is it, is it love There's a story? little bit of love story to it, not much of one. I would think with a character like that, you yeah, because yeah. he's not. He doesn't really know how to operate with women. Yeah, he's got a girl, but you know, I mean, he's got a girl he's interested in, and she seems to be interested in him. But you know, it's it's like a Forrest Gump Jenny kind of thing. You know, <laughs> right? It's, right. Not, it's not. It's not Cary Grant. Right. Denzel <laughs> has a Hepper. lot of he has a lot of movies with people's names as a title. Mighty Quinn, mm-hmm. Malcolm X, yep. John Q, mm-hmm. uh, Roman J. Israel. Yep. Are there any others? With Pelican Brief. That was his name in yep, that movie. That's right. right. Training Day. Yeah, Training Day. John Training Day mm-hmm. was his name there. He's so great. Yeah, you just love him. Was that you? I was having a conversation with, or was it these guys over here? Where somebody suggested, uh, oh, no, it was, it, was on da- it was on our friend Daniel's podcast. Somebody mentioned that if they were going to reboot the X-Men, why wouldn't you let uh, Denzel try Magneto? Yeah, he'd be good. That would be an, I thought that was really interesting. They said if you're going to rewrite the whole, because, you know, um, Disney now mm-hmm. is talking about possibly rebooting, I guess, the X- I guess it's Disney, right? Yeah. They, they own all that stuff. I'm sure they'll have Hugh Jackman play Wolverine, no matter right. what. Well, right, but what they say, what, what what these guys were saying was, they might redo it. If they redo it, they were saying that the Holocaust angle, which was Magneto's angle mm-hmm. in the in the uh, '90s or the early 2000s X-Men, mm-hmm. um, the kids these days—that's a very far back historical reference for them. <laughs> 
Which don't is, get me which started. Is very sad. Don't get me started. You're very sad. But they were saying that 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 uh, it could be uh, you could change that character to have Denzel be like a civil rights leader who has sort of because mm-hmm. Magneto has this thing where he thinks he's doing good and he's not because you know? he went through whatever. He right. Went through. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I mean, I would, I would watch. That doesn't quite have the chutzpah. Of a guy who went through the Holocaust, though. I no. mean, watched his parents get killed, yeah. as we saw Magneto's I mean, parents get killed. That's a hell of an origin story, right? Right. Yeah. 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 And the opening of X-Men 2. Is it X-Men 2, the opening, where it, it it's in the Holocaust, where he's a child. Mm. He bends those bars. Remember that? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Those movies were good, and everybody's kind good. of forgotten them. Yeah, they were pretty good. I think that people decided about five years after those movies that Brett Ratner was a piece of garbage, and so they just retroactively thought, you know, all of it. Well, the, Brett Ratner only did the third one. Brian Singer. Yeah. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, let's not get into that. Have you watched uh, that Neverland documentary yet? No, I haven't. I haven't either. It was at Sundance when I was there. But I got it recorded, so I'll, it's I'll on watch HBO? it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's really long, right? I don't know. What is the... What, what is that? You, you got like a catheter yeah, or something? Yeah, what I got, do you mean? I got things to do. Why does it matter how busy. long? It's I'm really busy. long. <laughs> I'm a busy guy. I don't got two and a half hours. Uh, old man. <laughs> good, good appointments. Yeah. What is the, can you paraphrase in a nutshell for me <coughs> uh, what the controversy of this movie is and why people are up in arms about it? Well, I, I mean, I know the general, pl- it's, it's a story from alleged abusees. Yeah. Is that what this is? Mm-hmm. The victims. Right. So why are people upset with this movie? Are they these people who are pro Michael Jackson who are upset with it or Yeah, I think it's the first uh big stage platform where you really hear the victims because uh a lot of those folks again I'm settled. assuming settled. they settled. So you you know that was the thing to keep it quiet. And that's right. why, and that's what the lawsuit is about with HBO is that mm-hmm. wait a minute these guys signed deals. They can't talk to you. Right. And you signed a deal that you wouldn't do anything against Michael Jackson's name. That way he would perform for HBO back in the 90s, whenever. but they're saying, well, he's dead now, so we can, we can do it. Did these guys sign deals? Yeah. Oh, so they did. I so think they... I don't know if all of them did, but I've yeah, How a long does an NDA last? I don't know. When I do mine, I'm going to make it really mm-hmm. ironclad. Well, I, well, if there's money attached, I would imagine it lasts a little longer. I would say your non-disclosure agreement only lasts until you're in a colonoscopy situation and you have, yeah, then you're and you have active amnesia. <laughs> That's the thing. I got so many NDAs. Everything's going to be undone in one yeah. fell swoop. Well, I'm telling you, like uh, the guy that works here at the TV station, Randy Green, told me that he had his colonoscopy. He goes, it's great sleep. Pat said, talked about, because sometimes they use propofol, which is what Michael Jackson's you know favorite drug, sleepy oh, yeah. time drug was. Yeah. It, but Randy said, he goes, I, I my next conscious memory after being you know they go count backwards from 10 and i get to nine and blackness yeah nothing my next memory is i am at home (laughs) standing up oh my gosh and and i'm looking at my wife and she goes yeah i helped you put on your pants we went to dinner (laughs) we had dinner he goes we had dinner yes we had dinner that, that terrifies me. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so scary. That is, that's like, yeah, it's like 
being blackout drunk, but not being so messy you fall asleep. You're right. awake. Yeah, it's called conscious amnesia. It's oh, so what, what, so did, what did his wife say? Doing? Was yeah, was he oh, acting they, like he was fine? I get yeah. Oh man! But all of a sudden everything kicked back in. You know, like oh wait a minute, now I'm in control again. <laughs> I crazy. hate not being in control of anything. Yeah, I do. I'm the same way. It drives me insane. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah, like I, mean, I, I like I would I always have to drive when we go someplace. Yeah. I don't. I cannot not drive. Like even when I drink. Too much. I, I feel like I... I, I don't a, ever drink that th- much. There's a part of my brain that keeps me in the... Like, yeah, I don't, I cut myself much. off before I think I'm getting to a place where I am not in control of what I'm doing. I don't like that uh, at yeah. all. I'm right. with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I watched anything. I don't think I have. Are you, I'm probably going to go see Captain Marvel this week. Can you yeah. see that? Yeah. Uh, hopefully we get, you know... You know, what I'm really excited about is whatever the Easter egg will be at the end of the movie. To see, I guess, her yeah. coming into the future. To see right. Or if she got that beeper message from. Yeah. I um, mean, the next Avengers is roughly a month away. Yeah, I know. Right. Again, I've said this before. It is crazy to me that Marvel and Disney were smart enough to create a movie you have to go see. Oh, yeah. Because that's not going to be on a DVD yeah. by the time Endgame comes out. Right. Like everyone who goes to see this in-game movie has to go see this too. It's a package deal. And I saw somebody, some lady, who I think she is a film critic herself, but she's insisting that every publication, including the Hollywood Reporter, the Variety, every newspaper in America, use a female film critic to review the movie. Mm. Because uh, mm. it's Captain Marvel. Because she, she, it's she's some a sort female. of female empowerment thing. But Captain Marvel was created by Ooh. a man, by the way. Well, I'll say this: <laughs> right? I feel like I feel like that plate was already smashed with Wonder Woman. Like we yeah. already have had a successful female right. superhero movie, you know. So I think that you know that was a great movie. By all accounts, it was a great movie. So. Why now do we have to keep acting like Captain Marvel's the first great female superhero? Because we've already had one, but I think people want to still act like this is a, a first, and it, it's not. You, well, you know? it, it, it's it's oxymoronic. When you say, I need protections to be empowered, you're not really empowered, are you? That's a good point. Yeah. If you're empowered, you just act autonomously and, and not worry about what other people think or do. You just do it. Mm-hmm. You don't say, oh, please protect me so I can be strong. Right. That doesn't, make, that doesn't make any sense. By the way, speaking of, you and I have had this conversation. So another movie I did watch, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed the heck out of up until the very end of it, mm-hmm. was, and I just, it was on, I go, all right, I'll give it a shot, was Melissa McCarthy in uh, Life of the Party. Really? Yes. Maria is shaking her head vigorously. You like that movie too? Yes. So uh, I, I'm I'm going. I probably will hate this. It's Maya Rudolph. Yeah, like her. She's in it. Um, a couple other uh, folks that like uh, Matt Walsh plays. Oh yeah, he's great. Plays her husband. Julia Bowen plays the arch nemesis. Okay. Anyway, so this thing starts. It's it. It's I, like back to school. That's what I thought. It's going to be like a back to school mm-hmm. thing, but it, I. Female-driven. This is the perfect thing we're talking about. 
So they give them this script, and they chew the scenery. Her and Maya Rudolph and the young actresses they got in there, mm-hmm. fantastic. Melissa is so funny through this thing. She's in her element. Hey, yeah, she's in her element. I'm laughing out loud through the whole thing. Really? Yes. I, L- you are LOLing. I am LOLing wow. at this. I was just disappointed because the ending was slapped on, a ridiculous ending. Where it was so cliched, I was like, oh, you guys were doing such creative. Get all sentimental at the end. Well, that wasn't just that. It was like, it was like an after-school special. Christina Aguilera is going to save the day. That's but, a wait, that's a real yeah, thing. That's not an example. This is a real yeah, thing. Uh, Christina Aguilera. Spoiler. <laughs> but yes, like what? We're gonna have we're gonna have a show. This makes me more intrigued. About <laughs> yeah. But up until that right. point. They surprised me. There was a lot of surprises and jokes and punches I didn't see coming. I'm like, oh, I'm loving this movie. She's so talented. Yeah, she is. When she's on SNL, it's lights out funny. I mean, she's really a good, like, comic character actor. Maya Rudolph was good. It was just the dynamic of the situation she was in. It was really funny. Well, that's cool. I uh, I never would have thought that. I gotta be honest with you. I wouldn't have either. I'm, and I and I'm not saying that I I thought. I mean, I guess I wouldn't have thought that because she had such a string of stinkers. Yeah. And then I think that this one didn't get great critical reception. And, and, but keep this in mind, and I'll with this caveat, I had very low expectations. And you and I both yeah. have talked about this. We have. When yeah. the expectations are low, you there's a better possibility of liking the movie as opposed to high expectations. Where Except in the case that. of Holmes and Watson, where yeah. any expectations <laughs> yeah. are going to be subverted. Yeah. yeah, that was awful. Yeah, but I mean, you're right. I, you know, that's an interesting point you make because I have a lot of movies like that that I watched thinking they weren't going to be any good. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, that was fine. Because I didn't expect anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you get anything, right. it's a win. Sure. Right? I'm trying to think of one that was like that for me. Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Uh, I will here in a minute. But, yeah, it, it's fun when you watch a movie that you assume is going to be bad and it turns out to be fine. Yeah. You know. Um, I can tell you one place, though, that you can expect great things and they deliver. They deliver? Yep. What is it? McDonald's, you ever been there? Yeah, it's great. Cheeseburger. Every time. Every time. Always fantastic. That's not what I'm talking about, actually. Oh? No. Jake's Cigar Bar. Tell me more. Okay. I'm listening. Well, you take a well-blended cigar, you got a great glass of Kentucky bourbon, you're in heaven. And they've been doing this for a decade now. Located over in Brandon Crossing, they've welcomed folks from across Kentucky to find the perfect match of bourbon and cigars. Over 200 different bourbons, 300 different cigars. Jake's the only establishment that provides the variety Kentuckians deserve. And they're getting ready to move. So coming up in April, they're going to move. Now, wait. When is this happening? April. April. We've been talking about this move for quite a while. Well, we're not to April yet. I know. But it is in April. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I haven't talked to the contractor today, but yeah. All right. Should be April. They're going to move across the street, close to Drake's. And it's a bigger space, which means more unique product selection from the Commonwealth and beyond. Like them on Facebook, Instagram. You can learn more about the future of Jake's. Now, you said Kentucky bourbon. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they don't have any of that low-rent uh, Brooklyn bourbon there, yeah, right? What was that? Hey, well, you all, everybody else is making bourbon now. Yeah. Now that bourbon's so hot, everybody thinks they can make it. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not into that. Uh, I'm not into it either. It could be called whiskey, you know. Yeah, but, not, but they're calling it bourbon. Well, I know, but it's not good bourbon. 
No, it's not. But still, I don't like That's them. A diff- I mean, I do don't you like know them anything about it? The pool. Do you know anything about it? About bourbon? Yeah. I mean, I yeah, a little bit. I've been Did you watch some, that documentary, Neat? Some, no, I want to. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I've been to several distilleries and taken the tours. Well, I've been to. And I've drank a lot of bourbon. Lots of distilleries yeah. and talking to the distillers themselves and the whiskey professors and all that. Oh, really? I mean, think talked, about t- oh, wait. Hold on. You've talked to several whiskey professors? Correct. That's the term. Is that the term? Yes. Okay. That's a person who will teach you about bourbon. Whiskey. They're called whiskey professors. Okay. That sounded like a, a, a term you made up. I did I, not make it up. And I still think that. Go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, uh, think about this. Like, if you were to create, you know, you go through the mash and you do all the stuff that creates the bourbon and the right. gigantic vats oh, yeah, they got. That, that wafting yeah. uh, odor coming and up out of it goes that. through its process, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Then they put them in the barrel, right? The, the oak yeah. charred barrel. Right. Then they store it. Now, the process takes five years to be bonded. Mm-hmm. And they put it on one side of the daggone warehouse. Right. The sun hits that side of the warehouse differently than the other side of the warehouse. It Correct. may be colder, maybe warmer, just by a degree or so. Right. That's completely, why Blanton's has a whole thing about where it's where it's right. Fermented. Yeah, it completely changes the profile. So, yeah. but you got to send out a consistent product. So now you got to have somebody that comes and goes. We got to mix this one with that one so it tastes like our product. Otherwise, it tastes completely different. Yeah, it's not like soft drink manufacturers. It's crazy. Yeah, that's what I think. What I talk time about, and process. Was I talking on the last podcast about that bottle of bourbon I had that went on the ship around the world? Yeah, you know, and you can see all the spots they went. So it kind of it aged in all different climates. And, well, not really. No, that's well in different. That's, yeah, different, that's completely different misinformed. In, in different climate zones. Not yes. in the bottle. No, it's in already. The, in it's the, in a barrel. It, they put a they put a barrel on a boat. Yeah. Well, why, why would they just put a, a bottle of Sealed liquor on a boat and real no Well, I thought that's what you got. <laughs> no, so they put a, a barrel. They send the on barrels a on a ship around the world. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I'll tell you this much: I love it. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Yeah. What's the name of it? Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't joking. Yeah, Ocean. Yeah. Ocean o- bourbon. Yeah, it's from Jefferson. Hmm. And that, so if there was a shipwreck. There would have been just bar- yeah. barrels floating bunch around. Drunk, you could have a bunch of drunk sharks swimming around, yeah. eating you, well, their own you, things. You could try to use that to float to survive, unless Kate Winslet is there and she's going to hog the whole thing. I know. Didn't that aggravate you? It did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a sad ending, and it didn't have to happen like that. Yeah, she could have shared. <laughs> exactly. All right, let me lay here for yeah. a little bit. And then I'll get back in the water, he, and you get on here. He, he gifted her a beautiful portrait of herself. Yeah. She couldn't return the favor by giving him part of a piece of wood to float on? I think they could have figured that out. Uh, you know what I think? I think they wanted him to die because they thought it would be more emotional. Oh, women loved it. Yeah, Anytime did. a man sacrifices himself, <laughs> that's the only time that they don't nag him. <laughs> that's the only time they support him. That's the only <laughs> time he's not a loser. Is when he dies for you. Oh. Otherwise, Jack and her would have been divorced by now. <laughs> you continue to delight me. I have a list for us to look at today. Okay. This will be kind of fun because I don't think we've ever really delved into this. I have the IGN. You know, IGN is a uh, lot of pop culture. How much time we got there? We got, we're, yeah, good. we're good. We're good. I don't want to make the – we, we have a particular listener who's upset when we don't hit an hour. He has written – 
about it in the comment section of our uh, iTunes yes, uh, page. Now, his case, uh, the case that he made to you is that he'd rather not. He would rather have us not do a yeah. podcast 45 than turn minutes. in a 45 minute podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And his name is Robert Kraft. And he else, yeah. If I don't get my full hour massage, <laughs> I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, so he, we're going to disappoint him today. So I'm going to tell that guy right now. You might as well don't waste turn it your off. time. But he also wants to do <laughs> us to do a daily podcast at an hour apiece. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't think it's going to happen. This is IGN. You're familiar with IGN.com. No, I do not. Yeah, they do a lot of movies, film, okay. uh, you know, video games. IMDb, I'm familiar with. Yeah, okay. But not this. IGA, you know IGA? Yeah, I used to work there. Really? What'd you do? I was a bag boy. You got I it? hit a lot. No, I hid in the cooler and hid places. <laughs> I could see that. And they'd have to page me. Lee, <laughs> customer service. Lee, come to, Lee, come to the front. Anybody seen Lee? <laughs> This is the, uh, well, we have the top 100 animated series of all times. All right. All times. All times. And I, I, I thought maybe we'd just run through the top. What he would Animated. Okay. Animated. These are, right. these are animated we're, cartoon we're gonna, series. Okay, we're going to walk through history. You want to start with 20? You want to do? i start with 20. I would do 20. Some, now, some of these we're not going to know. Are they, are they new? Well, some, not a lot of, not in the top 20. Mm. But, for example, like number 20. Yeah, well, that we're at, that's where we started. That's where we're going to start. It's Justice League Unlimited. It was in uh, Cartoon Network from 2001 to 2006. Never saw it. There it is right there. Okay. It looks like Super Friends updated. Right. Yeah. Don, I don't know that one. You know either. who the voice of the, the announcer for the Super Friends was, don't you? Don Pardo. No. Who? Ted Knight. Is that right? Yeah. Meanwhile. You know who? You know what the Hall of Justice is modeled after, don't you? What? The Cincinnati uh, Museum oh, it, Terminal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that right? I didn't yeah. know that. If you I look at it, it, it looks now, just yeah. like it, yeah. It was, right. the, it was the model for the that. The old train station. Yeah, the old train station. Number 19, you'll know this one, G.I. Joe. Yeah, I just caught that, that a little bit. That was on from 86, uh, 85 to 86, yeah. and then 89 to kind 91. I kind of remember that, yeah. Yo, Joe. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, uh, number 18, DuckTales. Nah, not a fan, but okay. I, uh, I met Scrooge McDuck when I was at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I think it might have been somebody. I'm not going to say anything, but, Mm. yeah. I shook his hand, and I was You know, they have, uh, if you go, when you first walk in Magic Kingdom, you take a right, you go into what would be Town Hall or whatever it is. where Mickey Mouse always is. Mickey Mouse is in there, but that Mickey Mouse talks. No, it doesn't. Yes, he does. No, I was just there. He did not talk. Yes, he does. He didn't it's, talk to me. <laughs> well, again, and Benny Snell didn't get his photo with you no. either, did he? Uh, still steamed about he that. He got his photo with me. He and got his Mickey photo with everybody me. in Kentucky but me. Yeah. No uh, pictures. What I, I don't know about Mickey talking. Yes, he does. You go in there. If you go to the right place, who are you going to believe, yourself or me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw Mickey Mouse. Yeah. I'm telling you, you go in there, there it's a special Mickey. and But it's, a, it's an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it's an outfit that has animated, like projected, yeah. so his mouth will move, and he Proje- can talk. Yeah, it's like uh, his eyes are projected for sure. His eyes look around, but it's that it sounds looks projected. terrifying. Yeah, it's kind of cute. But he goes, "Hello, hi, Chris. How are I, you?" I did. I met Chewbacca there, and yeah. Chewbacca talked. Yeah, it's yeah. the same. And Kylo Ren also. Techno, I guess. Is that yeah. Same tech. Yeah, I wonder. 
Is that an is that somebody doing like when I met Kylo Ren? Is that someone doing an Adam Driver impression or are those pre pre recorded recorded? Pretty sure it's pre-recorded. How is he signaling what to say? Yeah, I don't know that he is. Uh, oh, they usually have right. They have handlers that are standing nearby. A lot of them you'll see have uh, pads. Oh, interesting. Like iPads. So they're controlling <laughs> yeah. what he's yeah. saying. That's interesting. A tablet. They have a yeah. tablet. Yeah. Huh. Now, number 17 on this list is a Steven Spielberg joint. Speaking of Steven Spielberg, how about him trying to get Netflix out of the office? Do you disagree with him? No, I, 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 yes, I do. Oh, I, you do. I, I do. I do disagree with them. That's I, just, oh, well, why don't we call it the Emmys? Because I don't, well, eventually you'll have to, because eventually when broadcast television goes away, this is all we're going to be left with, and this is going to be our television stations. As of now, these movies are legitimate movies. They're, well, then, then take it to a theater. Yeah, but just because Netflix, that's all just because net, well, that's what they did. That's what Netflix needs to do. But see, I think that. Uh, Steven Spielberg, I think, I think, because Roma was in a theater for like two weeks, and then went to Netflix. That wasn't long enough. Buster Scruggs, same thing. wasn't long I think enough. Steven Spielberg is saying that that's a joke. It is a joke. It's just a. It's, well, you just said take it to the theater. But it's got to be an extended period. If I'm a director, Lee, I don't want. I would much rather have Netflix pick up my movie than Not me. Then yeah, oh yeah, no one goes see. It'll movies. eventually end up in Netflix. What do you mean? That's the whole purpose of the movie is to go escape, sit on a gigantic I, screen. Yeah, and I think that with the big movies you do that, but I think your well, your Romas. No, you know, I mean, Roma's not. Who's gonna go? Let me. I'm, this is. I'm serious. Who's gonna go see Roma in here in Lexington? What's that got to do with anything? I'm just saying that it's gonna it's gonna be a loss in some place like Lexington where you're not. Well, I mean, I'm not saying there aren't artsy people right. who yeah. will go see this movie. There will be. There won't be enough to go see the movie because it'll be on playing on on screen 19 that has 40 seats in it and they're all empty. So what should be the eligibility requirements? It should be for a movie to be nominated should, for an it, Academy okay, Award. It should have played in a the theater. For no less than two weeks. <laughs> Just two weeks? Yeah. That's all you need is two Limited weeks. engagement. That's what we call it in the biz. No. Yeah. I I think, again, it, it should... I don't know what the criteria, whatever, whatever he says the criteria is, I agree oh, with is him. That, oh, so you're just blindly following No, but Spielberg I, I trust him more than I trust you. I am a very smart person. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Spielberg knows what he's talking about. Sure. I just, I, I, I just don't like that. It's a essentially a TV movie that's now thrown in there with films that did the work. Well, let to me get tell you this: a box office. I've seen over the past year five hundred movies that are better than Ready Player One. What? What? Yeah. So you haven't seen any of them that are better than ET or Jaws? No, but the, yeah, you're right about that. But yeah, I, I know mean, I'm right about that. I'm just saying that a, a movie is a movie. You know, if it's the if the no, me it's not. Yes, if the medium is it's a film, it's a film, it's a feature length film. It should be eligible for an Oscar. No. If it's a documentary, it, but here's the thing: I think that if it's like a documentary on you know CNN, I don't think that should be eligible for an Oscar. That was made for a television network. So then, when we have these movies weren't made for Netflix; they were made independently by these. By these filmmakers, and then Netflix purchased them, just as Warner Bros. would purchase something. Yeah, well, then, but but Netflix is also trying to get into the game. 
Oh, that, they're in the game, baby. Well, that's, but that's not the point. You got to have some sort of eligibility requirement. Otherwise, let's say you're a Hall of Fame a, a nominee, but you get beat out by a guy who was in the Canadian Football League, and you're like, "Well, wait a minute, you got to be in the NFL." Well, he was there for a year, but he tore it up in the CFL. That's because the NFL stands for National Football League. And the that Academy na- Awards. That nation is America. Is about <laughs> box office and movies that are in a It's theater. not about box office. You yourself have fought me on this from episodes 31 to 48 of this show. How, how, box, how they calculate box office success. Oh, I hate the way they exactly. That. So why does this make you so upset? But it, you like, hate the whole box office. I don't. System. I want them to be in a theater. I want the movie in order to be. You considered, can go see Roma for two weeks. You wouldn't have gone to see it gimmick. anyway. That's a well, of course not. Right. I wouldn't see a black and white Mexican movie. So if I'm a if I'm the producer, why do I want to go throw it in a theater in Lexington, Kentucky, where it's going to sit empty for two weeks? You got to try. Again, the, the more studio, people have seen that movie. When Netf- well, Netflix needs to become a bigger uh, player. They're a huge player. Not not in theaters. So they they need to push push their muscle around and say, hey, if you want our other movie, you're going to have to leave Roma in there for more than two weeks. I have heard, and I'm, I can't confirm this right now, but uh, I have heard that they have they have considered releasing uh, feature films it like. Making mo- making movies for uh, yeah, theaters. I'm sure they have. Yeah. Why not? I mean, it, again, I'll see it when it comes on Netflix. You know what they should do? I got an idea. I I've solved it. Okay. Thank God. I've got it. No, this is a great idea. Sure it is. It really is. All right. You know what you should do? You should create a chain of Netflix theaters where you, with a Netflix subscription. Can go pay five dollars and watch these movies you love so much on Netflix on the big screen like you like to see them. Bam. Well, now we just need five billion dollars capital to get it going. They got it. So they're you know going to build it. brick and mortar theaters. I'm not say just a few, just in like major cities. Indianapolis has. They'll say, "Oh, Indianapolis has a has a Netflix theater. Cincinnati has a Netflix theater." Erlanger. Erlanger, I they I think it's a good idea. Why couldn't you? And then you could go see their original. But if you're a net, films, if you have a Netflix, if you want to see them on a big screen, if you have a Netflix subscription, correct, you get a discount. Yes. Yeah, I like that. All right. Well, then why don't we just reverse engineer this thing? Have Cinemark or Regal start their own little internet place, since they already got the theaters. Well, they can't even get a loyalty card together. Yeah, Regal. <laughs> my thing never works. Yeah, oh, they always have to punch in the numbers. I know. Or or Netflix could just buy Regal or Cinemark, change it to Netflix Cinemas. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Pick one that's small enough that you're not sinking a whole lot of money into. And then, you know what you could do? Keep Spielberg movies out. Yeah, there you go. So anytime he's got something, no, you don't get no, to play in our like us. <laughs> that's right. You don't get to play here. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That'll also legitimize them as a as a purveyor of feature films in the theater, like you like to see, and like I, I say, like I, to see. Like I'm a weirdo. <laughs> Everybody likes to see I a movie too. in the theater. I know, but but the point of this argument is, you think you have to go see a movie in a theater to be to it, enjoy it. Well, I enjoy it better that way. Yes, but yeah, it, what, well, yeah. Everything. The argument we're making is if to be accepted as an Academy Award nominee, right? 
And I still and, and otherwise any after school special ABC throws up. If could you be loved, nominated. if you loved Roma so much, you should have made a trip up to New York City and gone to see it in the in Tribeca in a theater there. No, I just don't think it should be nominated for an Academy Award because it couldn't get any traction. Why couldn't it get any traction? It got tons of traction. All they did was nominate it, and then everybody in America went and watched it. Yeah, well, Spielberg doesn't like it. <laughs> All right. And I don't like it. <laughs> Moving on. I'm with him. Uh, number 17. Speaking of Spielberg, yeah. Animaniacs. You watch this? Nah, I never watched it. was it. very Looney Tunes-esque. Yeah, I It was funny. It was cl- really yeah. clever. Yeah. I, I remember thinking that. Uh, number 16 is The Max. It was on uh, MTV. I don't This is 95. Okay. I don't know this. Number 15, SpongeBob. Never watched it. You never watched that, I'm Maria? I'm familiar with it. Yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants. And yeah, it was funny. Who are some of the characters? Squidward, yeah. Mr. Krabs, mm-hmm. uh, Sandy, Patrick, Starfish. Patrick who? Starfish. The, yeah. the creator just died. Yeah. Uh, Hillenbrand, is that his name? I don't know. <laughs> you certainly knew about his death. <laughs> um, number 14 is Cowboy Bebop. This is one better Bebop. suited to the uh, okay, pen over here. Are this we going to get to something I've this watched? This is an anime uh. show. It was on Cartoon Network. Uh, number 13, X-Men, from 92 to 97. Never watched it. Um, I don't know if I'll watch that either. I, I, I did watch The did. Amazing Spider-Man, because everybody knows the theme. Is that the one from the 1950s? I don't know what it was, but I watched it. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man. You're just going to listen to the whole list hoping they say Does Amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, a web. Ren and Stimpy, Inside. how about that one? Nah, I never watched it. This is a really great exercise. <laughs> Maria, you want to take these headphones over? Maria's over here, like, oh yeah, I remember that. I'm a, I remember Ren and Stimpy. I just never. Oh, watched here's it. one from your. Here's from one from. You were probably about 35 when this came out. Uh huh. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Never watched it. I mean, it was you're okay. kidding. I, it was all right. It never. I never you, hit with you me. You know what would have been great? I hold on. It was you, hold funny. on. You know what would have been great if when <laughs> I mentioned this list. You said, I don't know, I've never watched a cartoon. <laughs> I, I've watched plenty of cartoons. <laughs> we haven't gotten anything yet. Gonna, I know what you're waiting on. Well, of course you do. You're waiting on one cartoon. <laughs> That's right, the best of all time. And it's not Neon but, Genesis and, and, and Vigilion. No. Um, Evangelion. Is that a real thing? Angelion. It's Neon is Genesis. Is that Sonic the Hedgehog it's or Neon whatever? Genesis Angelion. Is that Sonic the Hedgehog? No, that's not Sonic. Look. Oh, I can't see it. Okay, <laughs> But uh, but back to Rocky and Bullwinkle. Your fasting is affecting your mind. Uh, yeah, and I just started. <laughs> These almonds are tempting me. I, I I I the jokes never hit for me. Even when I, when I, I just I don't know if I was. A okay, target. here's one I know you're gonna know, and okay. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna let you guess. All right. And I'm gonna give you a hint. What number are we? Number nine. Okay. Yeah. The uh, the first eleven went splendidly. I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> great for me on that. Uh, this is based on. This is a cartoon based on the Honeymooners. Well, it's uh, the Flintstones. Yes, it is. From 1960 to 1966. Yeah, I like the Flintstones. I bet, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I like that, too. That was on, we weren't, obviously, we weren't kids oh, when those were right. in, but we those were, were still a lot yeah. in syndication yeah, right. when we when we were younger. Um, Futurama. Yeah, that's okay. I never really watched it. I'm okay. I feel like I watched Futurama. I feel like with I feel like I had a mini Simpsons Is it thing the one with, with the robot that sounds like Paul Lynn? Yeah. Uh, not like Paul Lynn. That no, you're thinking of American Dad. The alien sounds like Paul Lynn. Oh yeah, he does. Well, yeah. who's the robot sound like? 
Uh, he's kind of like a cigar smoking, uh, like a Catskills sort like of. Like a Jackie Mason. Yeah, kind of. Okay. This is the third Jackie Mason reference we've made <laughs> in like the last four weeks. We're really alienating our crowd. Not the Borscht Belt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like I had a, a microcosm of my Simpsons experience with Futurama. I feel like I watched it mm-hmm. for a while and then I just stopped. Yeah. You know. Although I got to tell you, I'll have to get, we'll get into it. Family Guy. I love the Family Guy. I love Family Guy, too. I still think it's funny. That's, that's probably my favorite cartoon as an adult. The jokes are great. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're really, really good. And so it's good. on, like, season... I mean, it's been airing... It aired from 99 to 2002, and then mm-hmm. from 2005 to present. Yeah. That's a hell of a run. And it's... I, I, I still watch it every week, because like, I know that it's going to be good, solid jokes, mm-hmm. you know? The Tick. This is a little high. Yeah. Isn't that uh, Patrick Warburton? It was on, uh, yeah, it was on for two years. It was fine. I don't know that it's better than the Flintstones. No. Or the Jetsons? Yeah, you're right. Where's that? Here's one I know you know, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, I liked Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, Mike Judge has had a great career. Mm-hmm. Silicon Valley now, and Office Space. Office Space. Uh, yeah. Um, it was a masterpiece. What happened to Tom and Jerry? I don't know. We'll have to That's see. good physical comedy. Slapstick. They are not on the top twenty. What about the Laugh Olympics? Where's it? Yeah, that's not going to be in the top. I remember that. I like that. Yeah. It was one where the really rottens and the Yogi yeah. Yahoo's. And, and you had the guy to talk like this, even Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss. Yeah, that's yeah. Stage right. Yeah. Stage right. Number four is something that's still on and has been incendiary since 1997. It's been incendiary. Yeah. Oh, you're that means, South Park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't watch it anymore. Do you watch it anymore? No. But man, there's some really good episodes of that yeah. show. Yeah. Number three, Looney Tunes. There you go. That's number three. Yeah. How's that number three? You're not gonna like number two. I tell you that much. How if is you, Lo- if you how this, is if you're this mad now, you get not like. Number there's two. no way Looney Tunes. The great American actor, Bugs Bunny. You know what? I, Daffy Duck, Elmer I, I, Fudd. I 100% agree. Although, wait wait till you see number one. Foghorn Leghorn. I know. Porky Pig. Sylvester. Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. There's no way they're number yeah. three. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that was a complete empire of cartoon characters. The I same mean, people put this list together, put that Calipari list together that he left them out of, the coaches. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is stupid. Now, number two, this was better than Looney Tunes, Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> is that with uh, Mark Hamill as the Joker? Yeah, that was not bad. Yeah, I, remember, not, I remember watching I that. I mean, come on. That's not better than Looney Tunes. No, I know. I agree. But you got to admit, it wasn't bad. It was It was yeah, kind of okay. dark. Okay, I guess it's maybe I think, 19. I think that was the show that Harley Quinn kind of came from. I think she kind of came from that show, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Now she's everywhere. We can't get rid of her. Not I heard that uh, Will Smith not signed. He's not going to sign up to play uh, Dead Eye or whatever they Dead shot. Dead. Which is crazy. Is it dead is shot. It, I think it's I thought dead. It was Dead Eye. <laughs> dead leg. <laughs> Jake leg. <laughs> no, that, which is weird because they say that the Guardians guy is going to take over the next Suicide Squad, which oh, is a great. That's right. Yeah, Gun. Yeah, James Gun. That'll be fun. I mean, he's yeah. getting off too early. I think this will be. Yeah. Either they've bought him out mm-hmm. because they're like, we, they might have done that. They might have said Gunn wants his own people to come in here and do these roles. Yeah, maybe. 
but I can guarantee you're going to get a lot of Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Well, wouldn't they got a, well, they, wouldn't you? Well, they've already got a Birds of Prey movie that she's the star of. I just think I just think they've gone a little overboard on that character. You know what? I know another movie I watched. I don't know the name of it. Then but you it don't had, know it, do you? I had Margot Robbie in it. I just watched it. Margot Robbie. Uh, and then I can't remember. It's, uh, what was that guy in? Maybe 12 Years a Slave. Uh, odd name. Can't recall. And then uh, Chris Pine. And it's this post-apocalyptic film where she's like living in some valley that is uh, protected from all the radiation. And then the other guy uh, from 12 Years a Slave, well, I can't think of his name. But anyway, he he somehow survived and made it, and then they kind of couple up. Um, but then you later find out there's this dark secret he's got because she was there alone. And then here comes Chris Pine walking out of the woods. And Are you then, making this up as you go? No, this is a picture. <laughs> it sounds like a fever dream. Are you sure you're not taking that <laughs> medicine yet? And then, uh, and anyway, so you know that's trouble because now you got two dudes and one girl. Love triangle, right? Right, mm. and he ain't too happy because he ain't Chris Pine. Yeah. You know, how do you compete with that? That's Captain Kirk. What is this movie called? I, I can't find, remember. I gotta find out. It's a real movie. I watched it. People are on the edge of their seats waiting on what number one is. By the way, we're gonna make them wait while yeah. I look something up on the internet. All right, look it up. Margot Robbie and Chris Pine. Yeah, Margot Robbie, and that's the Z really... for Zachariah. Z for Zachariah. That's it. Who's the guy in the Chueto Okafor? That's it. I knew I couldn't say it. Oh, uh. What was he in? I've heard of it. It's 78% on the... Man, I don't know if I'd give it that high of a rating. I would not give your description of that movie a 78%. I can tell you that much. What do you mean? It sounded like it was all over the place. Well, it was all over the place. <laughs> the movie was all over the place. Where did you see this movie? On TV. In a theater? No. Oh, what? Did you watch it on a streaming service? No, I watched it on HBO, I think. HBO Go? Not Go, just regular HBO. You watch regular TV? Man, you're I'll record things and watch them. Okay. All right. Anyway, so right. back to number. You come on. One. Come on. What do you mean? It's come the on. Longest running TV show I think in in history. Now. Oh, The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I got to tell you something. I no, I don't think you can groan. I mean, the the good days of The Simpsons were good. And here's the thing: I watched the other night again. It was the 25th anniversary, I think, of the the uh, the famous episode where Mr. Burns gets all the uh, professional baseball players to come play in the softball mm-hmm. league. Do you remember that? No. Oh, man, it holds up. Yeah. It's great. At one point, they, he he brings in all these people. The, the team's doing very well on their own. Uh-huh. But then, then Mr. Burns makes a million-dollar bet with Shelbyville. Uh-huh. I think it's Shelbyville. And so he brings in all of these major league ringers. McGuire's in it. Yeah. Uh, so, or not McGuire uh, Jr. Um, Ozzy Smith. Uh, it's it's fantastic. Uh, and um, at one point, but these terrible uh, tragedies befall all of the players while they're in mm. Springfield. So, like Steve Sachs is driving down the street, and the cops pull him over. They look at his driver's license, and they say, "I see this guy's from New York." And I heard there was a murder in New York, and no one ever caught who did it. So they put Steve Sachs in jail for the whole time. So yeah. he, Griffey gets gigantism of the head. Ozzy Smith is off taking pictures of things because he's a tourist. Uh-huh. And then, of course, the Sprint, Homer and his crew get to come in and yeah. save the day. It's a fantastic. It's called Homer at the Bat. Homer it's, at it's the Bat. It's a classic episode. Yeah, and just so for my edification, 
that description you just gave us. It was great. You was think it was better spot, than it was my so description <laughs> no, I, of Z for no, Zachariah. Let me, tell you, let me tell you something. Yeah. In the middle of that description, I almost just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> was, I, it, was that because... I almost tapped was, out of my own... Was that because, I almost tapped out of myself yeah, talking. Because you saw my eyes glass over? <laughs> was that why? Yeah. Uh, I saw that you had active amnesia. While by, yeah, by the way, Steve Sachs, uh, remember his problem he had where he couldn't throw to first? No, no. Yeah, when he was playing for the Dodgers, he was a second baseman. Yeah. And he couldn't throw to first. He had a mental block. He would literally bounce everything in the dirt. They had to send him to a psychologist. Really? Yeah, to get his head fixed. Well, all I know is you want to get some hot goss before you got to go? I got to go. Oh, man. You got three? You got, time, you got time for three hot gosses? Yeah, make it real quick. All right. Let's see. Here we go. Uh, Ryan Seacrest is mad that he got booted out of his out of, uh, seat at the Oscars. Thoughts? Good. Why does he need to be at the Oscars? Yeah. Stay out there and talk about people's dresses. Hey, That's go, your thing. Go watch your Netflix because you're not a real movie star either. <laughs> you only Shots be people fired. in movies. Ariana Grande has her own Starbucks drink, the Cloud Macchiato. It is a concoction with vanilla-flavored fa- foam made from egg white powders, which made it look cloud-like. It sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. And finally, I know you got to go. I'm getting ready to ruin your day or make your day. Okay. Demi Lovato and her designer boyfriend have broken up. Henry oh. Levy. Levy. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm just saying. She also checked herself into rehab again this week. Oh, Volunt- she's vulnerable. Voluntarily, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay. As long as it's voluntary. Yeah. Right? Whatever that means. Well, that means that she, no one, you know, tied her up and carted her there right. saying you need to keep her because she's out of control. So she's taking the first step to recovery. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Which is she's you realize acknowledging there's a problem. I have a problem. Right. Yeah. So, and she's single. So there you go. I just love the way she enunciates. She hits every syllable. I know. She I does. can understand her sure. when she sings. I love that she's the only person I mean, who seems to be able and to understand. Christina Aguilera, for crying out loud, Cloudy Macchiato is her language. I can't understand the word she says. <laughs> you know, I, I, my nickname for you is Cloudy Macchiato. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I sound like I play for the Braves. <laughs> the new kid from the Dominican Republic, Cloudy Macchiato. Now to he's, the plate, Cloudy two, Macchiato. He's two for three. <laughs> like some Cuban, yeah. Cuban music starts playing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this has been the Fun Cousin Situation. If you liked us, go on iTunes, read that dude's review. Sorry it's not an hour, buddy. If you uh, <laughs> if you liked us, leave us a review. If you didn't like it, as always, we'd appreciate you kept that to yourself. Please join us next week for episode 54 of the Fun Cousin Situation. This is Lee Cruz and Chris Tomlin. Goodbye.